We are stoned and that's okay. So why don't you just stay? Sit back and listen. You don't know what you're missing. It's talking stone while getting sports. Welcome, fellow humans. You are listening to Talking Stone while getting sports. Episode 131. I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm Morgan, and I'm going to stop that. Um, Austin, the other guy, how the fuck is it going? <clears throat> yeah, uh, it's going good. Um, coming up is going to be my last shift with the company I'm working with right now, so that's pretty wild. Uh, I'm going to be switching companies. Uh, won't get too specific, but I sell phones for one company, and now I'm going to sell them for another. Uh, ah, <laughs> going so to the dark side. Chances, chances are, if you're listening to this, you probably hate me because I sell you things that are expensive. Um, just know it's not my fault that they're that expensive, but please don't yell at me for it. Anyway, um, but yeah, next time you see him when you're buying an expensive item, make sure. You tell them how you feel about our podcast. That's the most important. That is the most important. Uh, actually, if you could leave a review, that would be even better. But um, yeah, no, it's going good. Uh, working on the move still. You know, it's getting closer to that time. And uh, yeah, today I'm actually going in <clears throat> after the podcast, a little while after the podcast to renew my Not license. During. Not during, no. Okay, I'm going to my weird. license so we can uh, drive the U-Haul back to the island. Um, I know this is all very exciting stuff, but uh, that's just what's going on. Um, it was actually really kind of cool. Um, so my coworkers and my current job that I'm leaving um, got me a really nice bunny hug. Um and i worked there for a year and they got me this as like a going away present right um the last store i worked at for like two and a half almost three years they didn't give me shit (laughs) fair enough but it's not even like i and that's the thing too i wasn't expecting anything um but the fact that they got me something and my longer work was like okay bye that was kind of funny, but uh, no, it's going good. How about yourself? What are you? What are you been up to? What is going on in Morgan's world? In my fucked up world, um, not too much really. The you know, the usual playing some Magic the Gathering and getting real dirty. I finally received my one thousand cards. I spent oh about three hours so far sorting through them. I've yet to finish. Um, oh, damn. Um, first, I have to sort through, like, put them in their categories, what they are, and then look at each in- individual card to see what it does and make a 60-card deck out of I have about 1,100 cards. Damn. Um, 
it's over 20 pounds worth of Magic the Gathering cards. And I may or may not be getting more. That's closer to the May side of things. Um, I have a problem, but I love it. Other than just being a nerd, I've been playing, well, Dodgeball started up just this week, I guess, as of recording, it would be yesterday, Monday. No, what day is today? Wednesday, so that would have been two days ago. It's math and stuff. Um, I'm still sore. I'm very stiff. And it makes me feel very old. Um, other than that, just battling a little bit of a cold. I'm sure it's coming through slightly. But it's not too bad, so we're living with it. And I have some company. Well, I say company. It's one person coming to hang out with me on Friday and Saturday. So we're looking forward to that. I'll keep you posted on how that goes. And other than that, I I just know there's some really good, uh, at least right off the hop, some great sports stuff that I'm sure Austin is... I, I don't think he really wants to talk about it, but I'm going to make him. So I'm going to shut up and stop talking about myself. Um, Austin, why don't you? Well, you know what you want to talk about on the NHL side of things. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I'm sure some other things happened this week, and we'll get to those. But... Uh... They're not as important as this one, at least not to me. So the Canucks, for those of you, you know, living under a rock or don't pay attention to hockey, for those of you who don't know, the Canucks have been trash this year and they've been trash last year and then the year before that and then and then the year before that. Back until about 2011. Um, and we've changed head coaches. We've changed general managers. We've changed the whole damn roster. We've changed all of these things. And yet, it's still bad. It's still bad. Bruce Boudreaux came in last year, took over the team from Travis Green, who had very lost the room. Um, from everything I heard, the guys just, it, it was just time for him to go. So like that's fair. So Bruce Boudreaux comes in midseason. Canucks go on a tear with him as the head coach, and then we're like, okay. Us Canucks fans are like, okay, well, rough start to the season, but hey, these guys are these guys are pretty good, and they're playing under Boudreaux. They're winning games. They're putting together some some decent play. So, you know, our thought was. Or my thought was, you know, uh, the fact that, you know, give Boudreaux the offseason in the training camp, and we'll see what he can do with this team. Now, this is all, like, I'm going to, there's, I'm going to jump around a bit because there's a lot to this story. Um, one of the big things this offseason, 
Um, the Canucks basically, well, Boudreaux had a, because he signed a two-year contract with the Canucks. But after the first season, there was an option for an out. If he wanted, no, no issues. He could just not coach the second season. And that's going to come up later. Uh, obviously, famously, this this offseason, the Canucks, you know, instead of re-signing their captain, uh, longest-serving, or one of the longest-serving members of the team, a new contract, they decided to give it to JT Miller. Um, just a mess of a franchise from the top to the bottom. Um, do you want to jump in here? I'm just letting you do your thing. Okay. So... Just, just a mess. It's, and and the thing that it keeps coming back to is Francesco Aquilini, the owner of this franchise, does not give a shit. He try he, all he cares about is playoff revenue, and you'd think, if somebody was so concerned about playoff revenue, they would look around the league and see how other NHL players or NHL teams do it when they're bad. They tank. Now, Gary Bettman actually came out recently and said, oh, no, teams don't tank in the NHL. Well, that's yes, a load of bullshit. That's <laughs> a load of bullshit. He's like, oh, no, they only get a 25% chance to get the first overall pick. It's like, yeah, they still tank, you f- fucking liar. God, I hate Gary Bettman. Sorry. Anyway, back on track. I never would have guessed that you hate Gary Bettman. You never mentioned it before. He's trash. <laughs> Hey, do you remember that time that your team maybe couldn't sign a guy because they didn't have the cap space? That's because of Gary Bettman. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Wouldn't it be nice to still have Goudreau and Kachuk and all those guys? Well, um, actually about Goudreau, apparently something came out where he wanted to go back to the States regardless. So, All right. Well, you know what I mean, though. Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean. Anyway, so Bruce Boudreaux was fired. Uh, he was fired this past Sunday because this team has no answers. They've they've constructed a terrible roster. There's a couple really good players. You know, obviously you got your Pedersen, your Hughes, Demko when he's on. Um short of that i mean i've even it's funny even my fiance has noticed that i've stopped talking about bo horvat as much because <laughs> it's almost a foregone conclusion that he's he's going to be gone she's Whether, probably happy about that though honestly not really no because i've kind of gotten her into the canucks and just as upset as i am um ah. it's and and that's the thing too bo horvat is having Literally his best season ever. He just tied his career high for goals in a season. And we got a lot of hockey left to play. What he's doing right now is making it really hard, as weird as this will say, making it really hard for the Canucks to trade him because the asking price keeps going up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It um and that's the thing but at too. At the same time it could make it easier, but well, it also it. I think it's a more desirable. It could be easier and harder, but I think 
to with Horvat, it, it all depends too on that extension, right? Because I don't think a team's going to give up the sun and the moon for a guy who they can't re-sign. Yeah. Right? But if they have a deal in place, then that... But I'm getting off track. Bruce Boudreaux was fired because of the failings of this management group and this ownership group. This was not Bruce's fault. Um, This is one of the... It was kind of interesting. A couple of people have pointed this out. It's very, very rare that the night before, like the last night that the coach coaches, the crowd is chanting his name. Normally, when a coach leaves, it's like the fans want to get rid of him. Everyone wants, like it, it usually, like the team and the fans turn on him. The whole situation was odd and how it was handled was not Poorly. professional because yes didn't he like know for quite some time like for a week or something well and it kind of that was the thing too right because it was <clears throat> all these insiders you know elliot friedman all these guys are like it's basically a done deal like he's out of here and yet they kept Co- they kept him coaching and and I think I showed you a clip or maybe told you about it the one time and I just with the context of everything because the reporter I can't remember what the reporter asked him but uh, Boudreaux basically just said yeah you know I just keep coming in until they tell me not to and yeah. with the context of, of all this right the firing him without really firing him yet until they got his guy there's rumors now I don't know how much truth there is to this but there's rumors that basically the Canucks couldn't wait, um, but had to wait to sign Rick Tockett because, oh, and that's the new head coach. But Rick Tockett was on the like TNT broadcast in the States. Mm-hmm. Um, there's rumors that they the Canucks had to wait a month from when they actually wanted to hire him um, because he had like a one month out on his contract. So basically... Boudreaux was a sitting duck waiting to be fucking <laughs> I don't know. At that point you fire Boudreaux and just make the assistant coach do it for a month. Yeah, like bring it in interim. Yeah, make this an interim. Like it's it's over clearly. And they just left him on the bench now. I don't know how much truth there is to that part, but like I understand they're in their defense are probably thinking, um, you know, Giving the guy notice, you know, he can figure out his life. He still has a job, this and that. But I mean, some time, but yes and no, because also, like, they could have fired him then and he still would have been getting true, right? Like, it, it, it's not like the money would have stopped. So, I don't know. And this dude has made money, like, he's been around the NHL as a coach or a player since the 70s. Um, you were and... saying that he like lost the room, which I don't believe for a second. I don't believe that he may have lost JT Miller, and that's where some of the problems come back to. Uh, some people are talking about how this tough guy Rick Tockett is coming in to really, you know, whip Miller into shape. Um, 
I'm sorry, but I don't think you should have to bring in a coach that you're paying almost $3 million a year to improve your soon-to-be $8 million a year player. Yeah, you don't bring a coach in for one player. Well, and especially, especially one of the, at the pro paid, level. Especially one of the highest paid players on your team. You know, like, I'm sorry, but Edmonton's not bringing in dudes to fix McDavid. You know, Toronto's not bringing in dudes to fix Marner or Matthews. You know, like, it. these guys, they're, they should just be good. You know? Yeah. Um, and if you're good enough, then you're bringing in a coach to fit their play style. Well, or to compliment, or to like, but yeah, work with it. And and the frustrating thing to me, I think, about this whole thing is just the way the Canucks handled it. They could have done this in a much better way. Um, and it just, like you said, it lacks professionalism. It's just not. It's not a good look for this team. Um, and as a Canucks fan, uh, now I got to say that quietly because, ugh, but. <laughs> As a Canucks fan, just hearing and seeing everyone in the hockey world being like, "This is trap," like this is a disaster. It's not a good luck for them. It's rough. It sucks. It it sucks when your team is like in the forefront of shittiness. Um, but I mean, if you're going to do it any year, this year is not the worst years. You know what, though? That's the thing that worries me about this. Because Rick Talk is going to come in. They already won their first game. Now, to be fair, it was against Chicago. And Chicago is absolute trash. But Rick Talk comes in. And you know what? They're probably going to win some games. And that I sure hope they don't off. beat Kraken coming up here. Because you know what? They're going to fucking... Um, they're going to play themselves out of a good draft pick. Yeah, they're going to be just make the or just miss the playoffs. Yes, and that's the thing that this team has been since we made the Stanley Cup final. We've been this team where we're almost there, almost. But then we don't get good draft picks and we don't make the playoffs. This middle of the road bullshit is. I'm so sick of it with this team. I'm so sick of it. Just be bad. Be really bad for a couple years get some picks and fucking rebuild this isn't a retool situation some of these guys like Myers Ekman Larson these massive contracts even Garland he's getting four or five minutes like these guys they're not contributing and they're we're paying so much money and for a bunch more years this team is has been mismanaged mishandled sell the fucking team Aquilini, sell the team. We don't like. It's got to be obvious at this point that you he's think not, he's not the right guy. Now, maybe not to him because you know, rich people tend to be a little less. Uh, well, no one's going to think they're the, not the right fit, right? But also, like, you got to think after a while. Oh, I don't know, a decade or so of mediocrity. Maybe you take a look in, you know, inward and be like, hey, maybe I'm the problem. Maybe not everyone else forever is the problem. Maybe it's me. But until then, I think this team is destined for mediocrity. Uh, we might make the playoffs at some point, you know, next year, the year after, get kicked out in the first round. Ooh, we got to the playoffs. Yay. And then a shitty draft pick. Like, 
I don't know. I don't know if you can tell my voice, but I'm I'm getting to be done with this team. Um, <laughs> just, just the stupidity and the, I don't know. It's brutal. It's brutal, man. Yeah, I'm kind of enjoying it. Oh, I'm, I'm sure you are, and and, but like, it's not even. I don't know. It's not even like, it's not the player's fault. It is Miller's fault, but. Well, they did make me $2 last night, so. They made you. Okay, well, <laughs> there you go. That's cool. That's cool. And if they uh, lose to the crack, and they're going to make me a lot more. Um, I can almost guarantee you that's going to happen. I sure hope so. <laughs> I can almost, I can, I mean, I can't. Because hockey is one of those wild sports where sometimes the bad team wins. But, um... I mean, there's also four other things that have to go my way as well for... Well, yeah. Tell click in. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, in conclusion, I think, uh... The Canucks won't get any better. They won't improve at all until they change ownership. They've... Because... Like like I've said, they changed management multiple times. They've changed the coaching multiple times. They've changed the roster all kinds of different ways in the past decade. The reason I say decade is because you know that was when they were relevant. Yeah. Now, if you're worked. a coach, you're going to be always wondering, like, am I going to get f- fired less than like not even a full season in? Well, and and I just I remember I just forgot that or I just remember that I forgot this. That's how I said it. Um, <laughs> I'll edit everything else out. The Vancouver Canucks. Guess what we're doing? Well, we're not we. They. I don't want to be associated with this team at this point. <laughs> the Vancouver Canucks are paying not one, not two. But three head coaches. Yeah, it's not the smartest move ever. We're paying three head coaches. We're paying Travis Green, who was gone over a year ago or two years, year and a half. We're paying Boudreaux till the end of the season, and then we're playing Tockett again for another two years. Like that is not the way to succeed. Pick a guy and stick with him. Yeah, like I don't know. It's like this owner just like is like I just want to keep wasting money because you know I got too much money from the blueberry business, so I guess I gotta fuck over this team. You have to give it some time, like um, yeah, like for example, I know it's hockey, but for CFL, the Blue Bombers they brought in uh, Michael Shea. They were terrible for like seven years. And then they ended up, now they're the top dogs in the CFL. Like, you got to be patient. all the time with sports. Yeah. Oh, well, you had teams like Chicago who was terrible forever and then all of a sudden won three cups in five years. Yeah, now they're terrible again. It's they're the terrible again. It's the circle of life. Or you can just be the Canucks and just be mediocre and never win a cup. Take Um, your pick. (laughs) Well, 
Actually, and that's okay. So that's actually really good. I want to just make this comparison too. Like they've had moments, sure. Yeah, well, I don't want people they, to tweet at me at Podstone and be like, "Better man, yeah." Yes, you do. We want any. Yeah, tweet. yeah, I do. I want it. I want it all. So since 2011, the infamous time where they didn't award the Stanley Cup, the two teams that were involved in the Stanley Cup that didn't happen, right? The Bruins and the Canucks. They're both very good, obviously, because they made it to the Stanley Cup final. Now, the Bruins, have you seen them bad since then? No. No. Interesting. Okay. That's interesting. And this and, year, they broke an NHL record for fastest to 80 points in 47 games. Yeah. They'll probably break the fastest to 100, and they'll probably like. It's ridiculous. So, okay. So, keeping that in mind, Bruins, still good. Canucks haven't been good since. It's, I just, it, it's two examples of very different ownership. Um, and the main difference is Boston hasn't had all the crazy changes. They haven't, you know, they haven't been in the Stanley Cup final every year or anything like that, but they've been a consistent team year yeah. in, year out. Very little changes. Continuity is the word I'm looking for. Thanks, yep. Brain. That's a good one. And the Canucks, they have they haven't had that since the Sedins left, really. Consistency is not a word that this team knows. No. And when they were consistent, they were a f- they were a pretty good force. Pretty good. Playoffs. You were gonna. You wanted to say really good. You were. You. You called that. You were gonna be too <laughs> nice, weren't you? Yeah. <laughs> I heard that in your voice. They were. They were all right. They were okay. <laughs> what are you talking about, man? Back in the day, you hated when the Flames had to play the Canucks. Yeah. Yeah. Because they. But were now I love them. it. Oh, now it's great. Now it's not a problem. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I just uh, this this fucking team, man. It's uh, it's something else, you know. I'm I'm really. All I know is that we should probably move on because we're 27 minutes in. Maybe I'm a Winnipeg Jets fan. Moving on. Um, I would hate go... you even more. <laughs> The trade deadline is coming up. It's just over a month away. Um, we can and... just skim through this. We don't have to go into great detail. Yeah, but we got some big names that could potentially be on the move, one that I've already mentioned. So we're just going to go through, I don't know, a quick little something about it. We got, we'll we just got say more... the names. If there's any that we want to stop on and take a little extra time, we can. Yeah. Uh, the first one we've already talked about, so I don't think we have to. We got Bo Horvat. He's number one on this list. Uh, yeah, he, he's gone. It's not an if. Yeah, it's a when. Um, now, this one kind of came out of nowhere. This one caught me off guard. I didn't realize there was much about this, but Ryan O'Reilly from the Blues. This one um, also caught me off guard, too. He's. I think it's a similar situation to Horvat, where he's like, he's the captain. Fans love him. But... That's where the similarities end. Uh, Ryan O'Reilly's scoring has dipped down a little bit, but this is a guy who's won a Selkie Trophy, Conn Smythe Trophy. 
He knows how to win. He won a cup with St. Louis, and he could be a huge addition to a teams looking to make, make a splash. Bruins or something like that. Well, I mean, yeah, if the Bruins got him, I think the Stanley Cup is guaranteed. Yeah, and uh, I think that's what they're going for. The, yeah. Hence why they're not going to little backtrack here. Hence why they're not going to go for Horvat because unless if they just pick up that contract for part season and then just let him walk in free agency anyways. But, but it, that it, that wouldn't make sense for the Bruins because the Bruins do things that... They would have sense. to give up so much for that rental. It wouldn't be worth it. Exactly. Uh, number three, we got Patrick Kane. Um, now, this one I've heard for a couple of years, honestly. How about a Kane Horvat swap? No, thank you. <laughs> no, thank you. I wouldn't... I'd rather not get older. No, you guys need prospects and draft picks. Um, exactly. So, Kane could be a good addition. Uh, a lot of rumors have him going to the Rangers. And Chicago, like we talked about earlier, is trying to be bad. So, it makes sense to get rid of your one of your few good players. Um, this one, I've been hearing more and more. Matt Dumba, defenseman from the Minnesota Wild. I don't think he has the value that some people still think he does. Uh, he's been scratched multiple times this season. Um, and when you make the kind of money he does, which I don't know what exactly, I think six or seven million, you can't be, I don't know, that that, that kills your trade value. It definitely is. And, yeah, I think I completely agree with you. He's, he's still a decent player, but he's not what everyone makes him out to be anymore. Yeah. Uh, Tyler Bertuzzi is out there for big name. Um, and then, all right, we're going rapid fire now. Stop me if you want to talk. I will stop you on number six. I'll just say it right now. Sean Monahan okay. from Montreal Canadiens. Yeah. This one is very confusing for me because he's been doing not bad over there. And you guys just got him. <laughs> I get it. They're, you know, they're kind of like Chicago. They just want to be bad, trying to get Bedard. But I don't. They would be foolish to get rid of him. Marhan's a solid player. He's a decent leader. He's a quiet leader, and he's not going to break the bank type of player. That's all I have. Move on. That's fair. Uh, Jacob Chitrin uh, out of Arizona Coyotes. He's been rumored to be traded for the last five years, I think, so we'll see. Uh, number eight, John Klingberg. Uh, Anaheim Ducks just signed him in the offseason. Now, Klingberg famously was kind of looking for a bigger t- long-term deal, but it wasn't there. So he took a chance with Anaheim, and I think they're going to – it looks like a deadline move uh, where they can pick up maybe a couple picks or a prospect, and Klingberg can go to a contender. Uh, number nine, Jesse Pugliarvi. And now this guy has been rumored to be out of Edmonton since he got there. Um, yeah, and I think they should have got rid of him a lot sooner. Well, because now there's there's very little to no value. Yeah. Um, so they're not going to get much for him. Timo Meyer from the San Jose Sharks. Timo Meyer is one of the few 
bright spots on the San Jose Sharks this year, uh, along with Eric Carlson. But uh, Meyer is rumored to be gone. Um, a lot of rumors about him going to Toronto. So I would uh, keep an eye out for that. That one would be a terrible fit. I don't think so. Uh, number 11, we got Jonathan Taves, also from the Blackhawks. Now, Jonathan Taves, I don't see him getting moved. His contract's too high, and his play is just not what it used to be. Yeah, Kane um, would be an easier move than Taves, but... Kane would be a much easier move. Uh, Taves, not so much. Number 12, Vladimir Tarasenko. Um, again, he's been a guy who's been in rumors for years, but it looks like more and more serious that's going to happen this year. Number 13 doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Luke Shen for the Canucks. Luke Shen's a guy who doesn't make much money and has been a solid, solid, you know, top four mid two defenseman for the Canucks. So and that's I, I the type don't... of player the Canucks need to keep right now. They're not bad on offense, even getting rid of Horvath and stuff. They have players. Um, And then 14, Brock Besser. Again, I don't see this one happening because this is one of the lowest values for Brock Besser. So I, if you make that trade, you're, you're, you're selling low. Um, 15, we got Eric Carlson. Eric Carlson's having an incredible season, but don't forget, he still has a couple years left on his contract. And this is his first good season in at least a few years. So we got to wonder if it's just a flash of a pen or if he's back to his old ways. Um, the team that gets him, you know, that's it's a tricky ask for, you know. Anyway, uh, number 16, Shane Gossespair. So the Coyotes picked up Gossespair in the offseason. I don't think he's been quite the player he they thought he would be. He's been okay. Um might might get him a pick or something in the in the draft. Um and then yeah, last few guys, James Van Riemsdyk for the Flyers, Gustav Nyquist for the Blue Jackets, Dmitry Kulikov for the Ducks, and Joel Edmondson for the Montreal Canadiens. So obviously as we go down the list, the star power goes down a little bit. But yeah, it's just um, a bunch of lower end teams that want to collect draft picks this yes. draft. Uh, clear out some of their skilled guys that could help in the playoffs for other teams and exchange, get some, you know, some futures. But, uh, but yeah, so we got um, last, last NHL story. Um, we got, cause as it turns out, when you give me this one, I'm actually excited for this article. Oh yeah. So we got, so the, the all-star competition this year, is in Florida, and we've added some new new events. Not we, they. Three new events. So we have the... Uh, there's, there's three new events. The Enterprise NHL Splash Shot and Chipotle NHL Pitch and Puck. And then there is the Discover NHL 10D Tandem. Um, so, okay. Because we have no idea what these actually mean. I did read through it a little bit and I'm excited for one in particular. (laughs) We'll get there when we get there. Okay. Well, by we, I meant the royal we. Um, I get it, Austin. I'm just (laughs) stating a fact that I can read. Okay. I'm glad. That is good. I'm, I'm happy for you. The NHL splash shot will be on the beach at Fort Lauderdale. Feature eight players divided into four teams of two. Players are required to hit all the targets before attempting to dunk their opponents. The winner being 
the one to dunk his or her. Okay, so that okay, that's gonna be good. It's like a dunk thing, like a dunk tank almost. Mm-hmm. Uh, NHL pitch and puck. Players will combine their hockey and golf skills on a this par four golf hole, featuring an island green. Six players will participate. The winner being the one who successfully sinks the puck or ball in the hole with the fewest shots using a combination of hockey. Oh, using a combination of hockey and golf shots. Yeah, and if there's a the tie, it's longest drive. Yes, please. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes, I'm excited. I'm please. Excited. But well, that this cool still one. isn't the one that I'm most excited for. The next one is. That's funny, but this is cool. This is a great idea because everyone knows hockey players love golf. The combination mm-hmm. that could be really interesting. I'm getting excited for this All Star game. All right, and then third up, we got the NHL Tendy Tandy. Uh huh. Oh, yes. what? Yes, goalies, man. <laughs> Eight goalies will work in tandems. One shooting and the other in net. The shooting goalie from a division will take a shot. It's like nice sticks, dude. And will be awarded three points if the shot goes in the hole, two if it hits the in-net target, and zero if it misses the net. The in-net, oh, man. Yeah, it's like back when your kids just goalie on goalie. That's hilarious. Oh, man, this is going to be, okay, I'm actually, I'm, I'm getting more excited. I'm getting more excited. Yes, please, bring me more goalie events. Like, I was so upset when they didn't do the fastest skater for goalies and stuff. I think that's a great. Oh, that would be hilarious. That'd be so good. They've done that. They've done it before. I don't know why they don't do that now. Me neither. Um. Anyway, because it I takes think... thirteen minutes for them to skid around. But well, still. I mean, there's that. It does. It definitely slows down the event a little bit. Um. I think you know, almost forty minutes in, I feel like we're finally, uh, finally through the hockey side of things. Um. Are you well? I, I'm not quite yet. Okay. Um, what's your? Do you like the three ones that they added? And it sounds like the goalie one's your favorite as well, or what? Uh, I don't know if my my favorite. I think I'm excited. I'm excited for the golf one. I'm excited to see how that goes. That will be good. The um other one, it's just a accuracy challenge glorified is all. All it is, like the dunk tank thing or whatever. Right. Which is still fun. Like, it's it's a, it's a fun Yeah, thing. it's the benefit of having it in Florida where you can do events outside. Have right. fun doing a duck tank here in Saskatchewan or something. <laughs> outside. I mean, I don't know if that'll work so well. Get a little, little icy in places. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, no, I'm I quite enjoy the fact that they're changing up a little bit. Like I love the traditional stuff. Like I hope they always keep like the hardest shot and the um like the breakaway challenge or whatever they call it now and things like that. But, like, you know, last year when they had him, they were shooting into, like, the targets over the water. That was cool. In Vegas or wherever that was. Yeah, it was in Vegas. Um, But, yeah, the golf one and the fact that they're involved with the goalies more, I'm all for. 
I uh, you told me. Um, now since we're almost done our podcast, <laughs> I say it's a perfect time to take a short little break for plugs, basically. Now you know when to skip them. Um, and yeah, come back and talk a little bit of uh, some football. There's actually some news to talk about. So catch you on the flip side. Austin, I think we should do some plugs. Well, where you go, oh, I'm going to say mine. Yes, I'm mixing up a little bit because I can. Um, you can follow me on Twitter and Twitch, Double T's, Caption Morgan 2, quick and simple. Now you go, Austin. This is great. Yeah, you can follow us. At Twitter, our maiden account at Podstone, uh, just at Podstone. Um, and then you can follow me at Twitter uh, at Fitzy Fitzgerald. Make sure to rate, review, download, subscribe, comment, tell your friends, tell your neighbors, tell your reverend, tell your grandparents, uh, psychologists, tell your coworkers, tell everybody. Tell the police that's arresting you, whoever you want. Yeah. Um, yeah, that covers it. Back right. to the show. All right. I'm refreshed on some yellow Gatorade. Not a sponsor. But that was a refreshing break. Yellow Gatorade. Not a sponsor. Um, yeah, I threw out a little teaser, didn't I? What was it about? Oh, yeah, football. So, the Hamilton Targets, CFL, their team in the CFL, they play football. And they were all trying to figure out their quarterback situation. They made that trade for Bo Levi. Um... And I believe just as last episode, one thirty, I mentioned that Bo Levi will be waiting for the illegal tampering period that's a week before free agency. I was wrong. He waited till basically a couple of days after I said that statement <laughs> <laughs> that the world heard. And um, old. just run with it. Believe, Austin. <laughs> that's all we can do at this point is just believe. Okay, that's fair. Um, but anywho, believe I signs a three-year deal to be with the Hamilton Tiger Cats. Um, and oh, that shit. just writes even you know puts another check part. Check mark, check mark in the whole uh, quarterback situation that's happening in the CFL right now, because um, you know BC recently found out that Nathan Rourke wasn't coming back to the CFL. Now Hamilton decided their quarterback. Now the real question, next question is what happens 
to um, Dan Evans. My theory is, since I get them always right, never wrong, I'm 100% um, fight me on that. I dare you, because you will win. Um, <laughs> is that he's he's going to end up as a rough rider. And then Trevor Harris is also going to end up as a rough rider. That's my theory. And then Cody Fajardo is going to go to Montreal. And then Hamilton, or not Hamilton, Toronto. They start to wait on McLeod, Bethel Thompson, figure their shit out. I don't really care about them. So, well, the quarterback carousel. Yeah, it's going to move around a little bit. And I kind of not a fan of it because it's been happening quite a lot last five years where quarterbacks have been moving around and then people always wonder, oh, why is my team not good? It's because you keep fucking swapping out your quarterbacks every two years. Look at Calgary. Look at, well, Winnipeg got lucky with their quarterback because... They did swap it out from, you know, getting Zach Claros from Toronto after the Riders made the awesome choice to keep Cody Fajardo instead of Zach Claros and mm-hmm. get him mm-hmm. Toronto. And then Toronto picked him, sent him off to Winnipeg. And yeah, we all know who how that went. And I don't feel like talking about it right now because I don't want to cry. But anywho, <laughs> what I'm getting at is there's a reason why it's just like we we're talking about in hockey with all the, you know, Canucks being shitty and stuff, changing their coaching more times than I changed my fucking underwear. Um, it doesn't build continuity and it's hard to, you know, Build a team like in football, your quarterback is supposed to be the centerpiece, and you build the team around him. I don't know why GMs have so much issue with that. I'm not doing much. Give me a call. It's, I'm not going to say my number. Yeah, that's probably not that good move. Um, tweet at me at Podstone or at Caption Morgan, too. There you go. That I will say. There we go. Um, yeah. Is but on the flip side, it sure makes a very interesting free agency, which we don't get all that often in the CFI. I mean, besides everyone signing a one year deal every year, because until this coming up season, guaranteed contracts were not a thing, like it is for coaches, which I think is absolute bullshit, but. Thankfully, they changed that. <laughs> yeah. The guys are putting blood, sweat, and tears. They could get cut tomorrow without question. Makes no sense. Um, yeah. Well, oh, yeah. Believe I. Good for him. I don't. I personally think he would have been a better fit in Toronto, mostly because that would have made me right. But True. 
I honestly do feel like that just because he's familiar with most of the receivers. He's familiar with the head coach. Hamilton, they have a decent O-line, so he'll be fairly protected. Um, But Hamilton's strength is their defense. They don't really have, like, all-star receiver, so he's not in my mind. Um, again, come at me if you think I'm wrong. Please do. Um, <laughs> but they also have been very close at winning the Great Cup. They've just ran into Winnipeg. This year, the Great Cup is in Hamilton, so oh, for Hamilton, it makes sense. Um, for Bo Levi, doesn't really make sense to me, but hey, I want him to let him do what he wants. Also, time will tell. Yeah, I've never heard that before. No, me either. Um, this next one, I'm just trying to, you know, got 12 minutes. I'll save this next CFL article for a different time. It'll still be relevant. It's just, you know, short-lived CFL careers. It might be fun to dive into that a little bit. Yeah. Um, I mean, let's talk about... What's this? What did I put in this here? Oh, yes. This is actually interesting. We'll talk some NFL here. It's kind of just a mashup of football stuff, but that's okay. okay. That's I'm going to roll. So for people that don't know, the NFL playoffs have been going on. The wild cards were two weeks ago, and then um, the NFC and AFC semifinals or whatever they call it um, was this weekend. And, you know, teams won, teams lost. And the Bills, I believe, are playing against... Oh, I'm going to get super wrong. I think they're playing against... The 49ers? No, that's probably wrong. Maybe while I'm talking, Austin can look it up. But... um. They ended up losing. Oh, to the Bengals. Sorry. I was wrong. <laughs> Come at me. But anywho, Stefan Diggs. I'm sure people have heard of him. Even Austin has probably heard of Stefan Diggs. He's I a very, have. He's a very good wide receiver. He plays for Buffalo Bills. It wasn't his greatest game. I think he only had like three catches for like 35 yards or something on that line. That's, you know, the Bills only put up 10 points. They lost 27 to 10. Not a great performance. Apparently, Diggs left that locker room so fast the media, by the time like 
It doesn't take long for the media to get into the locker room. Who's already gone? Out of the stadium, out of the city. Jeez. Gone. <laughs> he was not put up with anyone's bullshit and anything like that. Now, there's been a big kerfuffle, I guess you could say it. This probably won't, not the right word for it, but sue me. Please don't. I'm broke. Um, because I keep buying magic cards. Anywho, <laughs> uh-huh. um, Diggs, lots of people think he's, you know, that's wrong for him to leave like that and all that stuff. Put yourself in his position. The last thing you would want to do is talk to the media people that ask you the same goddamn questions. Every time, every team, every player. And you just went through a very emotional game. It was a hard-fought game. It just wasn't the performance and the outcome that they hoped. And we have a guy like um, Stefan Diggs. Should probably plug in my computer before it dies because then we'll just end the recording. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, when you have a highly competitive player like Stefan Diggs, I honestly don't blame him for just leaving. He doesn't owe the media anything. Yeah, as if, if you're a fan of the team, and you know. That's your only way to hear their thoughts and all that stuff. So it, it kind of makes sense why you're a little upset. Cause it's not like you can just go up and talk to them if you want and ask him yourself. Cause that's not how it works. That's a little creepy. So I personally don't have an issue with how he handled the situation. The head coach doesn't have an issue with the situation. So I personally don't think that as a fan, if the head coach doesn't have an issue with it, nothing's going to happen because of it. You just have to move on and just take the silences, the answer to the questions that you know, they're going to ask anyways. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I basically, well, actually, this kind of rolls right into they like, talk about, you know, questions that was asked, you know, so many times and players just get pissed off. Tom Brady, you know, I mentioned him where tw- once or twice. Yeah, you guys might know there. Uh, he's actually a quarterback. Yeah, for the NFL. For the used whole NFL. With, <laughs> used to be of the Patriots. Now with the Broncos won quite nope. a few Super Bowls. He's pretty good. No, he definitely doesn't play for the Broncos. The Buccaneers. There that's, we go. That's what I meant to say. <laughs> he won a Super Bowl for the Bucks. That's right. Yeah, I meant to say Buccaneers. Oh, good buddy. But I fucked up. I'm you so sure did. Sorry. 
No, you're not. <laughs> no, not at all. But actually, I think I don't know if it was on a podcast or what. Um, but he was doing an interview, and everyone's been well, he's been asked this question a million times. Everyone's thinking it, everyone's wondering, is he going to retire? And they asked the question, and I just think this is hilarious. This isn't like a crazy big story that we're going to talk about right. for 40 minutes like the Canucks thing. <laughs> <laughs> but he was asked the question, um, do you have a timeline on when you're going to make your decision? And I quote, he said, if I knew what I was fucking doing, I'd all, I'd, wow, I'd have already <laughs> fucking done it. I'd have already fucking done it. Okay, yeah, fair enough. That response is literally one of the best things I've ever heard. That's pretty good. Especially afterwards, he, Literally says thank you to the guy for asking the question. He's still being polite. Oh yeah. So, um, that's a true professional, and right there just shows you how you know. I'm not surprised that Diggs just decided to leave because it just weighs on you. Like they're still humans. Sure, they get paid millions of dollars to play a sport, but that's because they're amazing athletes and they train their asses off. They're not just doing something for three hours once a week and then they get paid millions of dollars for very little hours. That's not, it's a lifetime of work and effort that these guys get put into it and Everyone thinks they're just superheroes, and it's actually starting to piss me off. So, all right, well. um, we're gonna smoke it. Where are we at for time wise? Um, I think we're about there almost, pretty much. Oh, yeah, um, this will be real quick. So, we got the NFC and AFC championship coming up. Um, we got the, um, what is it? You think I look into this before I start talking about it, but I'm not professional. So I don't know. We're getting paid, then we'll do that. Exactly. But I believe, yeah, we got the 49ers and the Eagles playing against each other, and then we got the Chiefs and the Bengals playing against each other. So, yeah, that's what you got looking forward to now. Since I'm very well prepared, I am not stalling time for the best part of the podcast. Um, But I am stalling time. Scrolling. No, it's okay. You don't have to stall time. Um, I'm scrolling. The cool thing about 
uh, this podcast is we can just come back to the fact that I hate the Canucks. Yeah, we don't have enough time for that, though. No, that's true. We don't have another half an hour. Okay, I think... I don't know. I'm going on number 13 because I don't know if I've done 12 or not. And I'll figure that out later. The first official curling rules are from 180 years ago. Oh, this is curling facts. If you guys didn't know. The best part of the podcast. Just as it is a very old sport, it also has many aspects that are, that are also very old. So the first body that established the rules of this sport was Grand Kent Cal Cal Cal, Cal, Cal Yep Curling Club. What? In 1838, this sport has standardized equipment and rules. So that's curling fact number thirteen. It's a long time that they've been throwing. Stone down ice for it. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, yeah. I guess when you have a simple sport like curling, there's no need to change the rules in 180 years. Not really. I mean, maybe little tweaks here or there. Nah. What are they going to change? How many pebbles are on the ice? Well, the brooms have definitely changed. True. Now they don't use... A horse leg with a horse tail attached to it. They use an actual broom. I get what you're saying. <laughs> All right. On that note, um, do I do the stoner statement anymore? I can. I we talk sports. There, it's done. Um, everyone out there. <laughs> Do whatever you want, but most importantly, stay stoned and stay safe. Bye. Yeah, no, I stepped not over. You. No, Fuck you. no, it's not your job. It's my job. Okay, I do it right the then. Bye.